This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com technews. That's ShipStation.com technews. News. An inspector report finds that the Rikers Island jails are infested with roaches, mice, and other vermin. It's Monday, November 6th, and this is your New York Daily News. Monday's forecast calls for partly cloudy skies in New York City, with a high near 57 and a low near 52. Before today's top story, Mayor Adams said unequivocally Friday he has no knowledge of any shady fundraising activities a day after FBI agents raided the home of his top campaign fundraiser. I want to be clear, I have no knowledge, direct or otherwise, of any improper fundraising activity, and certainly not of any foreign money, Adams said in a statement. Adams also said he was outraged and angry to learn if there were attempts to use his mayoral campaign to manipulate our democracy and defraud our campaign. Adams' campaign counsel, Vito Pitta, said the campaign started an extensive review of all documents and actions by campaign workers connected to the contributors in question. The campaign's comments came shortly after Adams was interviewed by WPIX-TV in his first sit-down interview since the feds raided the home of fundraiser Brianna Suggs. Adams said he has not spoken to Suggs since this incident took place. And Daniel Jones left Sunday's Giants-Raiders game with an apparent non-contact injury to his right knee early in the second quarter. He was examined in the blue medical tent for a good while before walking slowly to the locker room. Undrafted rookie Tommy DeVito took his place. It was reasonable to fear the worst for Jones, who returned to the lineup on Sunday after missing three games with a neck injury. Jones fell abruptly and awkwardly when he planted his right leg trying to avoid a Raiders sack to end the first quarter. Jones grabbed at his right knee and tried to jog it off during the quarter break. But then he just collapsed on his drop back on the first play of the second quarter for another sack. The Giants quarterback limped off the field, and it was fair to fear that this injury could be bad. Find these stories and more right now at nydailynews.com. Creepy, crawly bugs and vermin abound at Rikers Island, say consultants who found signs of ants, flies, fruit flies, roaches, gnats, and drain flies, along with mice and mouse droppings. The extent of the infestations are detailed in a report filed Friday by a federal court-appointed monitor tasked with tracking conditions in the aging city jails. The report covers the period from May through August. Inspectors spotted vermin in the jails 347 times in the period, compared to just 176 times from January through April. They were found all over, including cells, janitors' closets, and common areas, the report said. The creepy conclusions were reported by the Office of Compliance Consultants, which was appointed to monitor jail conditions as part of court orders in the Benjamin v. City litigation, a case first filed in 1975. The continued observations of vermin and the repeated sightings in specific locations indicate an ongoing issue of noncompliance with the Benjamin sanitation mandates, the consultants wrote. 
The 53-year-old Robert N. Daverin Center, which mostly houses young men, had the most sightings. Bugs were spotted 135 times there. It appears RNDC has a vermin problem, the report said. The second most sightings, 91 instances, fell to the Anna M. Cross Center, which is now closed. In GRVC, inspectors found many of the same vermins as RNDC, but also larvae, indicating arthropods in various stages of development. Lawyers with the Legal Aid Society noted that similar conditions in a residential building would trigger penalties from the city. In response to the consultants, correction officials argued that the presence of bugs is not technically part of the case. Vermin is no longer a part of the court order, DOC argued in June, the report said. DOC is willing to reconsider whether it would be more efficient to include these findings. The DOC response continued, The department does not agree that vermin observations themselves are a sign of noncompliance. Many of the facilities are older structures, food is consumed there, and detainees are permitted to keep food in their cells and housing area. Overall, the report issued Friday noted thousands of violations for substandard cleanliness and sanitation, bad smells, clogged vents and drains, pooling water, and bad lighting, along with lapses in fire safety, a very similar series of findings to the report issued in July. Hundreds of windows in the jails weren't working, even though some of them had been broken and the subject of repair orders for two years or more. Lights in part of the jails are also often broken, with long delays in repair time. Of 225 housing areas examined, just 70, or 31 percent, were found compliant with legal requirements. 54 units failed every inspection, and often work orders had been submitted repeatedly without action, the report said. Living areas were documented to be generally unsanitary with dirty janitor's closets, vermin, insufficient cleaning products, missing cleaning equipment, poorly maintained ventilation, the report said. For more on this story and for the latest in New York City politics, visit nydailynews.com and follow us on social media at nydailynews. Thanks for listening. My name is Imran Sheikh, and we'll talk more tomorrow. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.